This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We're inching our way towards the end of the first chilek, and we have three more prokem left. Each parak has many drachim, and these prokem are based on some of the asodos that some of the axioms that these medabrim put down, they're going to show different proofs of Yichud and the Kashbrah who's not Mikushim and Bria and so on. That, that's the basically the, the next three. Each one is showing their arguments and they will, the Rambam uh, also adds why he doesn't think they're right. And the Rambam also, um, the Rambam will sort of show, try to show how each of these are based on some of the Hezbeer. Perek Eindal. Perek Echal Boy Sipur Rayas Amidabrim Ayasom Chodesh. This perek is devoted to knowing that, to, to, to the arguments of Amidabrim, that the world was created. Don't ask of me to quote them with the language, because it's very long and lengthy language. I'm going to tell you the point of each one of them. Um, what the point is and how they go about it. And I'm going to point out which axioms they needed in order to get to this point. When you read the long books and the Chaburayim, you're not going to find anything more than I've encapsulated here. You'll find a lot of elaboration and, and very, very beautiful language. Maybe some of them even flow poetically and, and have some sort of rhyme to them. Um, you know, it, it, the, the language is, is very nice. So, so sometimes you'll find that they, they, they embellish and have beautiful language. Sometimes they say it very mysteriously, very cryptically. They just say kind of, you know, a lot of these things. And the main point is, that the people listening should sort of um, be, ta- be be kind of uh, overwhelmed a little bit, like you know, that's, things that are very mysterious and very you know. You'll find a lot of repetition um, and going back and forth on a lot of it. And our counter arguments of people against them have but it's fascinating. So the Rambam, I'm, I'm obviously not familiar with the with the with the, with the uh, works written and so on. The Rambam says there were many, many great works, and he has not only read them, but he's basically extracted any point that that you can extract, and everything else is just verbiage. I want and like must have taken quite a lot of time. And it must have, it, it requires, I mean, taking really dense material and just, and, and being able to 
to take out the point. The Ram says you will not find any other point made except for those that I'm bringing in. Everything else is just kind of extra language to make it sound nice or or whatever. It's, a, it's fascinating how much um, how much the Rambam uh, how much work you put into this. Okay, Hadar Harish. That once I show you that there's one point in the Bria that is new, uh, different, that will prove that the world's Mechodesh. Let's say how. So he's, 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 he's fleshing out the argument. Ruven started as a as a trap and it developed into a fear, into a child, into a person. It's wrong. You cannot say that it changed itself. Now, this this all um, is is sort of a what's the right word for it? It's it's all part of that um, those axioms that. There is every anything is only what it is. The idea that there could be something latent in it, so that it develops into something else. So, in other words, when we see a seed developing into um, a little seedling, and then if a, 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 a small tree and a big tree, and so on and so forth, what we see is um, within a seedling there is something that is waiting to come out and so on. It's, it's, it's the nature, it is the nature of the seed to grow this out and so on. They rejected it a priori. They, they didn't hold of such a thing. So, so it's one thing that, 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 that they say as follows. You see a rock today and the rock is tomorrow and the rock day after. So I say, every minute and you say, no, 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 the rock is just there. I can, I can hear that argument. But if the rack turns into something, something has to turn into. And since I believe that everything is the same, and there is no, it, it, a, 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 a human's drop of semen is not inherently different than a drop of water. It's not that there's something inside it that actually develops and so on. So the question is, how did this drop of water become a person? How did this fetus become a child? So based on that axiom, their point is anything in the world that transforms is a riot to someone outside transforming. The child cannot be because of the seed transformed itself, it's somebody else transformed it. So there's some force outside. So now we, we know immediately we need an active agent outside. You know, he's the one who, who took things from, from being state A to state B to state C. Yeah. You could say something about a day tree. So they for everything. So he says that... Um, the the uh, I, I guess he's pointing out the mistake. He's pointing out both um, the mistake in this approach is 
that even though, so it's true that we find that that seeds and trees and people change and, and, and therefore there must be a changing agent and that there's a God must, or whatever it is, must come from that. That's correct. But what about the rocks? The rocks don't seem to change much. Maybe those rocks are around forever. And that was the mistake of, um, of, of extrapolating from one from one point to everything else is the inherent mistake of this. That's the um, that's the point he's making. So um, so let's just, so briefly the, the point. These Vedabhim postulated that nothing has in itself other than itself, and therefore there can't be anything within a, 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 an entity to cause transformation. Transformation possible because everything is the same. So, so all atoms are the same. And if these atoms transformed into something else, it's because somebody rearranged it. It was not internal. The problem, he, he, he um, knocks that from the fact that that might be true about certain items. But if you're talking about Akash being a Bora Olam, maybe the rocks were around forever, and then Akash just got into the, into the act with living beings and so on. Now, this is a second proof from the phenomenon of birth, but not with the angle that it came before. The angle before was the internal change. Now he has a different proof. So we don't know of people that just came from no place. Everybody is born from a father. And if he could only have come from Yaakov, Yaakov also came from somewhere. So basically, this requires an infinite chain. And one of their axioms is um, an infinite sequence of events is impossible. We saw it last time. And let's say you got to Adam Rishon and say, here he doesn't have a father. So you'll, you'll, you'll say, I don't know where what it came from, but it came from something which came from something, came from something an infinite series. That can't be. So, so to say that something is, that there's an infinite series of cause and effect that passed is impossible. Or you'll get to something which is nothingness. In other words, my choice is, where did this chain end as I go backwards? Does it end in infinity or does it end in nothingness? Your choices are zero and infinity. Well, we postulate infinity can't be, so the answer is zero, which is great. Um, So it means that the world came from nothing. So 
basically it's a very it's a two step process. A everything comes from something, and that leads us either to an infinite series or a finite series. If it's an infinite series, we've we've automatically disqualified that because there's no such thing as an infinite series. So it must be finite with with a zero over there, and that proves that the world came from nothing. That is the Der Shani. Now, again, the, the, the philosophers um, disagreed with that, and they said that the world is, um, is, is infinite, like God. And we'll have to try to understand how that works, but Al-Kapanim, um, but this is a premise that they had, and they said this. There are Shlishi. Omru, so this is this is another line of thinking based on their axiom. Remember that one of the issues was: is the world um, stuff or things? Is the world like a big marshmallow fluff, or is the world like a salt shaker? It's profound philosophy. It's <laughs> when we're kids, they used to have all these, you know, the world is like a ketchup bottle, the world is like this. And there's a whole series of, of this type of stuff. But the but that but the real that, that is actually a real issue. That's that's an issue that's um, that was fought, that was discussed in, 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 in modern physics um, or uh, classic physics. It, it, the idea of, of atoms is sometimes counterintuitive, the idea that there is spaces of nothingness or whatever. So um, th- they were atomists, and they said that that every that there are atoms, random atoms in the world. That's what the world is, and everything we have is a combination of these atoms in some way, shape, or form. Their combination, their the being a combination, is not due to any inherent property of these atoms. It's stuff in the stuff place. So, okay, everything is stuff. You just cut it this way, that way. Here, you have, these are building blocks. They're Legos blocks that you have to put together. And somebody's got to put them together. In their own, in what they are, does not in any way dictate combining with others or separating. Because if their nature would be that they must be apart, they would never come together. Like, for instance, um, uh, electrons that have a like charge. There, there is no way in which you can bring them together. If their essence was that they would stick together, they'd never fall apart. So period and kibbutz as a property of matter is not inherent in the matter because then everything could exist in only one state. And either it's bundled up together or it's spread apart. But, but and, and then you couldn't have either or. There is no reason why one state over the other is more appropriate. So there must be some outside force that's bringing together and separating it. 
again, this is all going with the mindset that there's nothing inherent in, the, in, 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 in itself to cause that. So there is a cause that's acting on it. So, so this one, um, it, it, this this line of reasoning is built on the on the atomic model that everything in the world is separate, and therefore it comes to us either as a collection or as separate entities. There must be something outside acting and imposing it on on these things. Okay, derech revi. Amru, ha'olam kulam morkav me'etzem u'mikra. So this was one of the apostles, if you remember, that you have, everything in the world has an essence, and it has um, properties that are pasted onto it: the color, the shape, the 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 the, the density, the, the the texture, anything that we um, describe is an added quality to something called the essence. Um, in other words, as opposed to a different view that says there's a tsura inherent. So for instance, today we, we understand that any atom that has um, full a full outer ring will be inert. It's not going to be accurate other things. Any atom that has such and such of construction Will have certain properties. If it's if it's if it's missing um, a, a, a electrons in, in its outer ring, it will be extremely volatile. It will always be reacting, um, and and again, depending on, on on a lot of parts of its structure, it will have its. It'll be uh, metallic. It'll be liquid, and so on. If they did not believe that it, it had into an inside, so all the mikrim are pasted on. So anything that is pasted onto them is going to be something new. So he says um, the the world that has an etzim and a mikra, since everything we see has an etzim mikra, Somewhere along the line, a mikra must have been pasted onto an etzim. Um, um, so maybe the etzim, the, the actual metzias, these atoms are forever, and these mikra mischadish are So again, we run. To the problem of, of an infinite series, so they really like this uh, argument over here, and they say that um, the the uh, the um, the this argument is the best argument, and it is because of the the, the nature. Of you must in order to have a mikra, you must have an etzim, and therefore the mikra can only you, the mikra can't exist forever because it needed to have an etzim to exist on, and so on. That's the the, the flowy argument, and they feel it to be the strongest argument. 
Now, um, the, 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 uh, the, this requires three of the Akdamas to, to, to stand. It's um, it's this is obvious to anyone looking into it. mehen. Just a moment. The the, the um, these analysis, what axioms it's built on is the Rambam's analysis. You know, as the Rambam basically says that if you look at all the different deus, uh, it's all built on these axioms. And therefore, um, the, the, you know, if we get rid of them, their weaknesses, they must come out to this axiom. These arguments are not free of dependence on it. First of all, it goes back to the old argument that an infinite, an infinite, um, series cannot be true. Now, I, 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 we do. It's, today, for instance, let's give an example. There are certain ratios. The ratio of um, a circle to 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 the to the uh, radius, the ratio of the circumference radius, is is a ratio that is an endless series of numbers. Um, so. There are things that are endless and yet exist, but Akapanim they they didn't feel it was it was possible. Vashenis shekol mikre mechudish that every mikre must be new. That by definition, a mikre is something that is is created for the moment. So that that was. Part of what they said before that every mikra, like every second, the Kaddish Baruch was pasting new mikra onto it. Baldineno um, means um, the 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 uh, um, the the philosopher who's arguing with us. In other words, not the Rambam actually holds like the philosophers, but he's speaking from the from the perspective of Medabrim. They have a very strong argument against this. Um, Aristotle's argument is as follows. We, we, We intuit that there is no such thing as a straight line in the world that's endless. You, you get into the rocket ship, you keep going, at some point it ends. Um, the world is finite, and it, it just we can't imagine an infinite um, world. But we do have something that's infinite, and that is circular motion. Circular motion has no beginning, no end. And that's why the planets keep going, and there, there's no reason to think it'll ever stop or ever start it. It's, it's by its nature, circular motion is, is endless. Linear motion, he postulates, also has to have an end someplace. We can't imagine an infinite in terms of length, but circular motion is is something which goes on forever. It's, uh, it's like a, a broken record. Um, so, 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 in other words, the the the, the um, the so Aristotle's point 
disagrees with the apostolate. It's not going to help us to show that there are other things that are um, that that must have beginning and he doesn't argue that there are other things that are finite. In order to slug up the taina of these medabrim, I need only to find one phenomena that 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 is nitzchi. It, they're saying everything was mechudish. If I find one thing that's nitzchi that doesn't fit on, I'm 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 I've slugged them up. So he says this tenua, this round, this round motion, is um, infinite motion. So at least that is 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 there forever. In general, I want I want to add a point. We're, 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 we're not sensitive souls. But in, in to these people, and to anyone who's uh, the idea, you know, is you take a look outside every morning and every night, and you see the sun and the moon and the stars going round and round and round. Now, linear motion has an easy, an easy hesber. Something was pushed or something's being pulled. I'm running away from somebody. I'm running to somebody. That motion is natural, and it has two defining points, beginning and end. And the energy to make it happen was when someone pushed me from the back or someone pulled me from the front. So that type of motion makes a lot of sense. That 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 we understand. But what is circular motion? I mean, who pushed it? In other words. It's coming from no place and going to no place and coming and going and coming and going. It's a very, to the Rambam, this was the primary example, not primary example, the primary um, manifestation of HaKadosh Baruch and the Bria, much of the Bria Sa'olam. This idea of circular motion, and Aristotle said that this is where he sees infinity in the Bria. You have a motion that has no cause and no destination, and um, and, and and it keeps going. It, 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 we're not sensitive to these things, but but tactless, if you think about it, it is something. This whole idea, and, and the truth is, I, like I said last time, circular motion doesn't exist. Um, the, the so-called circular motion that we see in the, the orbits around the Earth, we understand it today as being... A, a combined motion of a straight motion plus a, 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 the hand of gravity pulling it back. There, there's no such thing as a circular motion. A circular motion always has two vectors. It always consists of two, two uh, different motions that are combined somewhere. Okay, so he says, so he says, the, this, this, the, so this argument is not convincing to the philosophers because the philosophers say, I found something not like that. Um, 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 another uh, another point that that is um, uh, important is that 
the only thing that we can feel and see um, in the world is this etzim and the mikra. But if, let's say, Tzura was inherent to the object and, and, and its properties were part of it, we wouldn't, ha- he wouldn't have this argument. Um, so he, 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 they're saying a postulate which could very well be postulated very differently, and, and the, it's based very much on this because they believe there are no inherent properties, but you have one unified matter and properties, quote-unquote, stamped on it, stuck on it. Um, so then you have to go back to that first and Sura and there prove it. The fact that according to them, you always have the micro which came next, second. The micro needed something to land on, and 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 so so maybe the etzim is around. But the mikra came, and 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 that's mischadish. Um, the way Aristotle explains that the properties are inherent to the object in some way, that it it basically um, the, the proof doesn't hold. Okay, we'll hold it here. Um, next week we'll finish the parics. Okay.